On this episode of Quantum Week, June 21st through 27th, 1987. Welcome to Quantum Week. I'm Matt. I'm Chris. Quantum Week is a show in which Chris and I leap into a random week of a random year and talk about movies, music, headlines, stories. And we are continuing through June 1987 with Predator and Wanted Dead or Alive. By Bon Jovi. By Bon Jovi. Before we get into that, let's say uh, thank you to our patrons, Ross, Michelle, Richard C., and extra special thanks to patron Justin Jones for picking this week. Thank you so much. Justin, we're uh, in the second episode of Justin's Week. We did Patreon show on... Uh on tomorrow which will be sunday yep um and then also we want to thank our sponsors two tours uh this episode is brought to you by two tours cbd two tours.com code word qw for 10 percent off um i just got their sugar you just brought me their sugar came yeah, in the yeah. Mail. we got the sugar since we've last talked they sent us over uh some sugar yes which matt is trying yes and i like it i like it very much actually good. um good. and right. so i'm the type of person that like loves the smell and the taste of hemp and so you've got that flavor in with the sugar and uh, i tried some two days ago it made me feel nice and chill inside which is a good nice um, that's a good change good. Uh, for me yes. you know i can be high strung sometimes a little bit yeah sometimes <laughs> sometimes on the episodes um but really enjoyed it uh it felt great tasted great um two tours is a great company They've been sponsoring us for a while. Um, check them out. Two tours.com use code word QW for 10% off free shipping. Yeah. Uh, can't say enough good things about two tours. Definitely check them out. Yes. Um, and then you want to hype uh, next week quantum year. I do. So next episode, next time you hear us, it'll be our hundredth episode. Oh, How yeah, about this is that? 99. This is That's number, right. number 99. So, uh, I don't mean, we don't count the Patriot, uh, the, Patreon shows and that. So uh, just our like, regular shows, if you will. So the next episode uh, on Wednesday will be our, our 100th episode. So we're trying to think what would be fun to do. Yeah. And there are a lot of classic things that happened before 1979 by the rules of our show that we, we can't cover hmm. uh, because it's before I was born. So every 100th episode, I think for that week, we'll do Quantum Year. So we'll start with 1978. Perfect. So the movies we're doing uh, next week are insanely stacked. Uh, we have, we're going to start with uh, Superman the movie. Yep. The Christopher Reeve, uh, Gene Hackman, Marlon Brando movie. I think it's our first Brando. Uh, yeah. And then on Saturday, Animal House. And then uh, a week from Sunday, we have Grease. So uh, it, when you have a whole year to pick from, it's, uh, you can get a pretty nice selection. So uh, yes, you can. it's a, a fun, I think it'd be a fun little thing for us to talk about something that happened, you know, some classic stuff that we don't, we wouldn't typically be able to do. Plus it's a way to kind of, hey, it's 100th episode, so have some fun. Sounds good. That'll, yeah, that'll be a good week for us um shall we get into predator yes okay i love predator the movie okay what does that mean do you, so like what would you, what do you i give think us? this is the one i so it's hard because okay if i were to grade it as an action movie as a movie as i know so b, b plus okay yeah i love this movie all right are, i see the you're, flaws you're saying two different things though. okay so i see the, all right all right all right so my heart says i love this movie as right. an action movie it's one of the best action movies that have ever been that's ever been made um i don't think a, it's an action movie by the way you think it's an action well it's, you think it's a horror movie yeah i do i think i mean it's both i think it's really a horror movie you think it's yeah yeah i okay it really is like it's and it's i think it's very well done yes uh i enjoy this movie i'm gonna give it uh like a a, a, a a bb plus two like i'm right there with you okay um i mean this is not high art like some of the other movies that we've no. seen so i i have a hard time saying i love the movie i just but as this in this genre i love this movie yeah i guess that's what genre I was, is I tough i mean this is like what it, i had a hard time with it too i think we're both kind of battling the same thing it's like all right well it's hard to do this kind of movie too much better than what predator is doing i, I can't imagine but then again like the degree of difficulty is actually pretty low because it's not really a story it's basically they're trying you know monsters picking them off one by one right but what this movie does differently it makes it better than and this is honestly the same, i think i have the same feeling but this is a do alien like this is the same thing as alien in fact if anything this is i think alien, alien gets bonus points because it came first i think alien's better that's a better drug alien's movie. better but because it came first is i don't it, know if it's that the script is better too yeah it is but like the settings better here so i think the supporting characters true. are better here true um, I think bizarrely, like Schwarzenegger is so much fun in this. He's like him and Sigourney <laughs> Weaver fun. almost kind of a push, and Sigourney was great. Yeah, but like, but Schwarzenegger is great. I'm saying yeah, that's both, true. Yeah, it's you know, true. Talking really good. So like, I, I don't know if one is better than the other. I said maybe Alien is better just because came first, but uh, other than that, but like, 
these these are the same movie and i think that's also why like the like the predator yeah became a horror thing like he became alien universe he entered like the horror world more. you're right yeah there was a parallel between there yeah um, you're right. i see that because yeah. it is michael myers like, it's all it is it's like, it's yeah. like michael myers picking people up and instead of it being or jason Voorhees, but instead of it being like a spiritual thing or a te- yeah right it's a, like a more believable story of like I know it's a silly alien. I get that, but yeah. like, you know, these guys in the jungle trying to do a mission. You, you and the acting, the casting is so pitch perfect. You, so, you believe so these guys? Oh yeah, like, I totally buy that. These are the kind of guys that would do this. mission. Yeah, this is a special forces forces unit. Right. Yeah, it looks like it. It's doing it. They're not military. They're doing it kind of on their own yep. for, for money. Um, and you get they just feel like. But they used to be. They used to be. Vet, yeah, you know, they used to be Vietnam guys. Like it feels they they looked the part. They act. Like even at Jesse Ventura. Oh yeah, not a actor. You know, uh, uh, he's a wrestler. No, but you don't need to be. You... But he is though. He's a he's great in this. Yeah, like that's exactly what this person should be. In fact, I was watching. I'm like, man, he should have done more movies because wrestling really is acting. It is. Why can't? He, why should he should have done? I know he became a governor. I get it. But like, he could have done. He could have like top lined an action movie. He did Running Man before this, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, same year. Same year. Yeah, okay. which I forget which came first, but yeah. Was it the same year? 87? Yeah, it was 87. Same I year, thought yeah. Running Man was earlier than that. Um, okay, so yeah, so he did a few, but, but he I, didn't I do a lot. I feel like he could have top-lined like, pro- a movie, though. He probably could like, I think he's a worthy action star. He, he's very charismatic. Yeah. And then you have guys like, you know, like Bill Duke is, is really good in this. Um, and obviously, Carl Weathers. Yes. This might be his best acting before. He's so good. Uh, I'm a huge Carl Weathers fan. I mean, yeah, from, he's, a, he's a better Apollo. But, He's he he's, he's great in this. He's but really, Apollo is so like so good. There's a lot of heart there with Apollo. He is, but he's has like I think that part's easier because you're around and he's around fucking well, I guess he's not really, but Talia Shire's in that movie. Yeah. He's, you know, yeah, yeah. Oscar nominated. Uh you know, Burt Young is a very good actor. He is. And then Sylvester Stallone, who's literally we've talked about it on the Patreon show for Rocky Three, but like that's the best character in movie history. Yeah. So like it's he's a great Apollo and he makes those movies a lot better than, than, uh, than it would be somebody else for sure. But in this, he's kind of, yeah, he has Schwarzenegger, but he has the heavier role because he does kind of like double agent in yeah. a way, or he set them up and he's got a lot of the whole plot is him. No one else has anything to do with the plot. The rest That's of them true. are all just kind of moving parts. Yeah. But he has the, the entire plot basically uh, pivots around the Carl Weathers character. And in fact, when Carl Weathers dies, I know we have that kind of like cool showdown, which is too long at the end. That third act is too long. Yeah. Um, but the movie, uh, to me, when you when the guys all kind of get picked off, and then you know Carl Weathers and uh, uh, the uh, the tracker guy, he's so good. Is that Richard Chavez? No, that's the. Uh, he's, he's good too. Yeah, he's they good. Actually, all yeah. they're all except for the girl who's kind of eh. They're all good. And, they're all good. And when when you lose who is the, who is Billy? Oh, it's uh, Sonny Landham. Yeah, yeah. When, when he you, dies, when yeah. you lose all of those characters, uh, including the Carl Weathers, and you lose that plot. And you lose a lot of kind of the fun of the movie. I really liked that last. I liked. It's I liked it. Long. Him. And, you think it's that long? It's maybe ten minutes. No, it's like a half hour after those guys it die. Really? It's half hour. Wow, I guess it's uh, a half hour of the movie after Carl Weathers dies. That's interesting. Yeah, yeah. didn't. I, I guess I, I. It didn't feel like that to me. I loved it. I liked the end. I think that that little cat and mouse game. It's good. It's good. I wish it was half as long. It's it's good. It's like seeing him cover himself with mud is like oh that's that's cool. <laughs> yeah. It's a cool way to kind of defeat this Cause guy. Cause he's, there's discovery all the way through. Like you see, I, I love one of the things I really love about this movie is they, they don't, they don't have to tell you a lot of things. No. You, you like realize things when the characters do like, uh, the, mm-hmm. like, uh, Ebert was confused. Didn't know what the point of this alien was. He was confused. And it's like, Oh, he's a hunter. And they, they sort of discover that at the same time. Schwarzenegger discovers that, oh, he's hunting us. Don't pick up a weapon because then you're going to become prey. It's no sport if you pick up a weapon. They don't tell us that. Like, it's just, it's, it's just we, we sort of see it and realize it at the same time. And same thing with um, him and his camouflage, too. Oh, I get it. He can't see me. I'm covered in mud. Like, we, the, the movie shows us. We don't, right. we like kind of learn along with them. I love that about it. No, I, and I like the kind of the soul reveal of the monster, too. Like, yes. You know, it comes, and then, you know, eventually I like how, too, like that kind of that, he takes it off his shield at the end, the predator, and he does actually kind of battle Arnold. Yeah. Like, I like that. Yeah. Um, you see his face and the face is Stan Winston did a great job with that face. It is really ugly. It's a great line oh, by God. Arnold. You know, one, one ugly motherfucker. <laughs> yes. Cause it, it, that's exactly what we're all thinking. It's like, Ugh, yes. And, uh, that's all done really well. Like the monster's really good. And like some of the effects, uh, like the, uh, like the, the lasers he shoots and stuff. That's a little dated now and not yeah, that but great. It still but looks, the monster himself though, actually kinda, looks great. Kind of holds up. Really holds up. I think it's pretty good. 
I, when I was watching this movie, there was only, right, there's kind of the Sparks parts Other than that, that are a little bit, but then most of it just looks great. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that's a credit to McTiernan. Yeah. He does a great, so that's what I mean, like, you know, people kind of scoff, not so much anymore at Predator. Uh, people might scoff at comparing Predator to Alien even now, but like McTiernan, like, is a great action director. And I mean, and I think a lot of this too is like training wheels for Die Hard. Like, yeah, you know, one man up against kind of a, a massive situation all in one location and both very claustrophobic yes. in the way that they feel. Right. Yeah. He does. He does a good job with that. Uh, uh, yeah. does one location. You can't yeah. really leave. Uh, there's a, one major evil force and you, you got to kind of save in theory, kind of everybody. I mean, it's a different movie, but it's similar in a lot of ways. You can mention yep. like, especially I don't mean similar in plot necessarily, but similar in how you would direct it. Yes, I can see that. Yeah. Um, that's a pretty good one too, right? And then the third one was Hunford October, which we we, t- we talked mm. more about McTiernan in that episode. So I would recommend if you are McTiernan interested in him, listen to that episode. Right. We, neither Matt or I really liked Hunford October no. t- too too much, but I mean it was a claim to some extent. It got made out of money and yeah. started a franchise. I mean it's it's worth you know it's definitely one of McTiernan's hits. But I think that one too, especially a Predator and then Die Hard. I'll tell you, yeah, that's I, a pretty good. Like those are two of the best action movies of the eighties. Yeah, and I enjoy those two way more than than Hunt for October, of course. I mean, Die Hard's the best action movie of the eighties. I I want so I haven't seen that in a while. I I would it would be interesting to see that soon so I could compare it to Predator because right now Predator is oh I like no. Predator more. Oh, you think see, Die Hard's I, better? See, I have Die Hard is like a that's like in my top. I love Die Hard. That's like in my top one hundred movies. Is it really? Yeah, it's a great that makes sense. Movie. I really like Die Hard. Like Bruce Willis, the script is better. You know, Alan Rickman. That, that's a better movie. That movie has everything. Yeah, it probably is better. Um, this movie, like, I don't know how you could do this movie too much, like for what it is. That's the thing. It, I don't know I how, how you, you do, do it better. Any better. No, and it's difficult terrain they're filming in. The, and and it, it looks great. It looks so good. Except for a couple of scenes, you're not too confused. No. Which is sounds, because you have different people you have what six people and you have the girl i think it's like seven or eight people in the cast yes but they you know they're all signs of different places it can be confusing if it's not shot right and mctiernan does a great job you never really feel like, like you don't you, know where yeah, you is. know what's going on yeah you do it's, it's done really well yeah i really like it do you think it would have been better if they didn't show mctiernan shows the alien scene in the beginning with the spaceship i mean i, I think it's a really cool shot i liked it i really like it too but do you think the movie would have been better if we didn't know that there was an alien until midway through and we're like what the fuck is this thing um, i kind of think it would have been it would have been more of a, a shocker like what yeah i don't hate that idea yeah i think it would have worked better but i but i do love that shot i kind of yeah i mean i guess yeah yeah i mean because then you're like well what is it that i, I it might be kind of distracting i don't know maybe i mean later on you could maybe describe it or like show you know right later on you you know at the end of the movie you could maybe show fucking the aliens picking him up or something yeah. and, and do it that way instead of in the beginning it's a cool shot though because you see right you see a ship come and then you see like an escape pod go off and, it, and he's it, kind of and an unlucky the, alien right because i mean you think about like he's in this jungle he's just hunting people right yeah and he ends up running into like one of the most dangerous special forces in the, <laughs> yes, in the world does. but i think he That's wants that luck. he wants that though oh uh, well yes it, it is bad luck but he wants like, he wants a good he wants a good prey i'm sure he does but that's a little might be I mean, he literally is facing the most dangerous men on the earth that's true that's kind of bad luck it is bad luck yeah it is a movie kind of bad day predator man sorry predator man. man yeah yeah but you know others come later on to try to well let's not talk about it so you we did, in, Danny case Glover? You, in case you i don't know we did uh we covered the movie predators yes on uh which was the 2018 version not good uh a terrible film we did it at the patreon show uh if uh if you're looking for more predator content uh become a patron and you can listen to that but that movie sucks uh this is significantly better yes um but oh it is a monster movie i mean that's all it is uh and you know uh it's very good it's a very good monster movie it's it's hard to really talk about too much in depth because it's just, there's not there's nothing really to this movie. I, yeah, I just think it's made so well. Even the score is amazing. See, I have issues with the score. Oh my god, the score is is phenomenal. Yeah, it's Back to the Future the whole time. So it's I know he did Back to the Future. You think it's that? You think it's? Oh, I hear it the whole time. You do? Oh yeah, really clearly. Mm, I think there's a lot of like horn stabs and the cool drums. Oh, I can't wait for Doc Brown to pop out. It's it's everywhere, man. It's the whole thing. Is it's so Back to the Future, and I. I so it's funny you like it. Uh, I really love it because in a movie like this, it's not a lot of dialogue. No, so you need the score takes over, especially in that third act. Is like no dialogue. Yeah. So the score becomes kind of the dialogue. So you really need it to be strong. And I, I think it fell short to tiny. I don't. I don't think it. I don't. 
Actually, now that I'm thinking about it, I don't think it was sounded like Back oh. to the Future to me, really, because it's minor. It's not. I kept hearing Back it. Back to the Future. Like, I, I don't know what they call it, like bells or something. It's like a, a tinkling noise. Yeah, you might have used a bunch of instruments that were the same. You just keep hearing the same. And, you know, this is only two years after Back to the Future. Yeah. Um, and I just kept hearing it. I thought it was a lot different. I don't know. But, I mean, you've probably watched. I know Back to the Future is one of your favorite movies. Yeah, so it probably sticks movie, in your head a little probably, bit more. I will say probably is the movie I've seen the most in my life is Back to the Future. Yeah. Um, I'm sorry. I love it. I think it's super appropriate. I think it builds a lot of tension. There's a, just the, uh, everything's in very odd time signatures. Um, it's militaristic, but off. Uh, it's the it's very similar to um, how uh, some parts of the Terminator, I can't remember in which part of the franchise might've been the first or the second, but the score is, it's 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 a, so military is a march it's that style of music but when you make it um out of t- like the time signature odd not in four four time it really it, it it makes it really jerky and machine like and and well, the, fucked the t- up terminator one's like i think yeah 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 that's right so one yeah one and two really yeah yeah so one um it's a very herky jerky sort of militaristic sound it is very similar in this case too where you have odd drums and i just I, I love the tension it builds i think it's i think it's a great score i thought it should have been nominated actually this Oof. year wow uh if, I, if back to future never happens i would probably agree with you. I, yeah I, it just kept bringing me back to that um i i can't say enough good things about uh that i'm supposed to the cast and keep going back to that but oh, so this good. is probably this to me the alien cast is more acclaimed because you have john hurt and tom yeah. scarrett and yeah. you know sigourney Scorn weaver and it's a much more acclaimed cast right but this for this kind of movie a monster movie this is the best cast because it's not about monster movies it's not necessarily about great acting it's about being an interesting character because it also separates it makes it because the audience i was thinking with monster movies it's, i mean they're kind of dumb like this is a dumb movie like they're dumb. yeah this is not going to happen well, it's not just that. It's, it happens or not happen. It's just dumb. It's just a dumb movie. Like, there's not a lot that happens in the movie. Like, it's just there's not a lot of brain power you to watch this. It's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's, stupid. it's entertaining. That's it's entertaining. It's to be. Yeah. It is, and it does it well, but it's stupid. And um, you know, these characters aren't having a lot of like. There's not a lot of dialogue between the two. Yeah, between the, I mean, between all the characters, there's not a lot of. De- there's really no development at all. No one's changing or moving or growing. Um, uh, and because of that reason you need to have them look very different physically sound different vocally and yeah. also behave differently but without really saying a lot of words which sure. is a lot harder than it all sounds yeah that's a good point alien pulls it off because you have recognizable faces to you some do. extent um but it is still kind of dark and this is very well lit shot even though you're in a jungle yeah and the characters are all introduced by mctiernan so brilliantly he does the same thing in Die Hard with the bad guys when you meet those bad guys you see all of them like you see you know the, the you know the ballet dancer uh he, no, he's not a ballet into the movie i know but yeah, yeah. The, he's in money pit too that guy uh alan rickman um you, everyone you meet you meet in, a, in an unusual way to kind of differentiate them from just being a bad guy i wonder who that ballot it's not I it's not like barishnikov in no, there no, is it who, uh, who's in no, it no i forget his name oh. he died he had died of um uh, carbon oxide poisoning oh shit well um, yeah i forget I his name know. though blonde haired guy tall yeah um but in predator uh you have you meet them all kind of on the helicopter yes but there's not a lot said but they even like look and behave differently and you you do kind of like like these guys you've got one guy shaving yes so so you make a connection you've got jesse ventura with his chew that he spits on um uh, uh Carl Carl foot. foot yeah but yeah so you have like these little but, differentiators but even how, like you know obviously shane black who directed predators which is that's right covered, and he wrote has glasses on he kind of tells jokes yes um but like but even the way like they look like bill duke has a really like uh, a very odd look he has an odd look to him he's got yep. sunken in eyes and he always looks very serious and like that's exactly right you you hire these character actors that look really different that aren't trying to do too much but are doing enough to make them it's like a perfect yeah. marriage which is really hard so you watch some of these horror movies like some of the friday 13th or some of the freddy krueger ones it's like uh, with the lesser actors they, mm. they're, they're chewing up the scenery or they're, or they're too muted it's yeah, hard yeah. to find a, a, a thing there there's uh nightmare on street uh, dream warriors i think it's the third one it's very good probably have seen a, it but it yeah, has a great though. cast it has a Patricia Arquette's in it. Oh yeah. Um, I think it's as a Forrest Whitaker. Is like it? Is it? The cast is like stacked. It has like young. Yeah, actors yeah. That are Like it's a really good cast, and uh, it's the best one of those movies for that reason. And just like Alien and just like Predator, they 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 figured it out. They figured um, out the right cast. Yeah. Speaking of cast, I saw that um, that 
they initially brought in John uh, Jean Claude Van Damme as the alien. Yeah. Seems really weird. It does seem weird. You know, he's so short. He's five nine, and right. um, they wanted like some sort of nimble, yeah. uh, ninja alien. I guess I don't know, but I I mean I'm glad that that did not that didn't like stay. I'm glad that they, they yeah, did what they it did. Was, I think they realized this crazy. It was like, they, it was like, it was, they were like, they had him on set. Like, yeah, they had him in an outfit. Like, yeah, it's pretty wild. It, it is wild. So he was there for a certain amount of time. He would have been, I would, I would love to see some test shots of that. Yeah. That would have been neat to see. Yeah. I don't, I don't, that, I mean, the bigger guy is, is the same guy did Harry Anderson. Right. That, that seven, guy, two, yeah, tall, was tall Kevin guy. something. Hall, I don't know. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah. Uh, but he, but he, Kevin Peter Hall, Kevin Peter Hall, he, but he's good because he's, you know, that that's what you want in this part. Cause he doesn't say anything. So he has to be, he's only size, right? He's got to be imposing. So he has to be right. And he is fucking imposing. Yeah. Like well, yeah. when he picks Arnold up <sighs> and like Arnold's like feet are like a foot off the ground. <laughs> yes. I was like, oh, that's what you, you kind of like want from this. Especially if you're going against Arnold Schwarzenegger. All these like, all Jesse Ventura, all these guys are like, the yeah, most yeah, jacked yeah. cast ever. <laughs> like you need to have an even more jacked alien. I think like <laughs> the fucking arm wrestle with the yeah, arms. That's so and cool. That's a meme, of course. Yes. Um, so awesome yeah. to see that again. Just, just like, yeah, I love this movie. It, it's good. It's so entertaining it, it, to me. It's, it's, it's a fun movie. Way better than something like, like fucking Top Gun or something. Like I, I agree so, with that. so much right. better. And it's, and like we talked about the Anaconda a little bit, like this is yeah. the movie that, like Anaconda was trying to be, and Anaconda wasn't terrible. Anaconda had a, had a weird cast. Eric Stoltz, John Voight. Yeah. Jennifer Lopez, a strange cast. Uh, so they, they nailed that part and they kind of have fun with it. The problem is like the predator alien is more fun. Is Way more fun than the Anaconda. And also McTiernan, like this movie yes. is directed brilliantly for what this movie is, which is a dumb movie. It's a dumb horror movie. Uh, it's, it's McTiernan is a great director. And so, and then you have Arnold Schwarzenegger. Yes. That combo makes this into a really entertaining movie. Is this his best movie? No. Terminator 2. You think Terminator 2 is better? Terminator 2, Terminator 2 is like a legitimately great Termin- movie. Yeah. Terminator 2 is. Yeah. Yeah. But he's not, is he the star? Would you consider him the star in that? Probably not. I guess he's still in a Hamilton, I guess. But I mean, he, I mean, yeah, I, I don't know. He has more lines in that than he, than he does in this. I think. I think you're probably so right. This might be my favorite Schwarzenegger. Uh, T2 is my favorite. T2 is my top. T2 is really good. It's like, I think it is anyway. Is it, or if it's not Stan Close, it, it's a great. That's movie. a really good one. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, it's a that's a better movie. Mm-hmm. And James Cameron. I mean, that's a, you have a great director. Uh, you have amazing effects. Robert Patrick's a really good villain. He is. Uh, and Lena Hamilton's good. Uh, it's it's a that's a fun. Yeah, that's, that, a, that, really that's a good. good one. That's a legitimately like really good movie. Yeah. Um, this movie this movie is good fun. It's you know find me a better monster movie. It's going to be awfully hard to do, but to say it's a great movie, like I don't, I don't think it could be. It's, it's, there's nothing, nothing hat like these. It's a dumb movie. Okay. So genre, genre, an a, but like, yeah. but overall I give it a B plus overall. I'm going to give it a, uh, a, 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 I'll give it a B then. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. That's but I'm fair. right there with you. I yeah. think we agree, but right, right. Genre for what this is. If you're looking for a dumb monster movie on a Friday night, popcorn, do the whole thing. Predator. Yeah. No brainer. Super entertaining. Yeah. Um, okay. Anything else with this one? It should be it. I do want to talk about right or wrong. Okay. Uh, so the right or wrong podcast is a chapter based fiction serial that invites the audience to participate in the craft of storytelling. Yeah. So basically choose your own adventure in podcast form. Uh, you can't lose. It's great. So if you're looking for like that, like fiction podcast, Hey, I want to, I want to have a good story. Check out right or wrong. So it's writer R W R I T E R writer. Like I'm a writer. Yeah. Uh, wrong podcast. Um, what they do is they present biweekly installments of exciting audio plays. Uh, they have discussions with a bullpen of diverse co-hosts and ultimately offer two prompts of plot continuation. Just like the choose your own adventure books. I know you like those. Matt. Oh, I loved them as a kid. Yeah. Talked about that last week. Read them all the time. Yeah. Oh, they're great. Yeah. And it's fun to have like that choice. And then the audience, uh, Listeners can then vote online for the feel is the strongest choice with the winning prompt guiding the stories for a direction. Um, so they're a sponsor of ours. Uh, I can't say enough good things about right or wrong. Uh, it is uh, really fun. I also do a couple episodes. It's really fun. It's like, uh, like I said, it's a fiction like narrative uh, that, that guides you through. And it, it's, it's so much between the fucking pandemic, everything else in the world. It's yeah. fun just to have a, podcast that is fiction you can kind of like enjoy a story uh, and you can participate in and you can participate in yeah you, you can't go wrong it's no. available on all major po- podcast platforms as well as right or wrong once again this w-r-i-t-e-r like i'm a writer right or wrong podcast.com
Wanted Dead or Alive by Your Bon Jovi. Um, I do not like the song. It annoys the absolute piss out of me. The fucking absolute piss out of me. And I, I'll tell you why. Like, there's, a, there's construction. This is Bon Jovi showing himself as not a very good musician, and he fucks up hard. And it, it's, so every, it, it's like nails on a chalkboard for me when I listen to the song. And I'll, we'll, we'll talk about that a little bit more as we go. Do you like this song? No, I don't like Bon Jovi. Bon Jovi, bon Jovi, bon no. Jovi is so he w- wants to be a lyricist like Bruce Springsteen, but yep. he, he's not. He's no, nowhere near, nowhere near. And then he wants to also be like the fun Guns and Roses, um, like Poison. Yeah, but they're not. No, I, 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 I think a lot of the appeal with Bon Jovi is because like him and Richie Sambora, I guess, are good looking. So like, yeah, the, yeah. So ladies like that. So, and that's fine. I think I, I beyond that, I, I don't think there's a lot. And I know he's a smart guy. Like he seems it. Yeah. He's manufactured his career really well. Yeah. Um, he's, he seems like a guy that really, yeah, that's the thing too, is I feel like with these, with the song and with a lot of Bon Jovi's music, he's playing dumb. Like oh, I, definitely with this album. Yeah. Definitely with this album. He's playing dumb. And like, it feels that way. It's like, oh, all right. Well, you know what happened? Like they were not happy with the sales of their first few albums. And actually I like, uh, I think this is their third album. I like their second album better. There's a few songs off it. Like, um, runaway is a good one. It's like, it's a lot more fun. Yeah, it is. I agree with you. Like that's fun. That's right. Right. And, um, but they were not happy with this, their album sales. So they, they partnered um, with another writer, and they they wrote thirty songs for Slippery When Wet. This album, they auditioned them for a bunch of teenagers all over New York and New Jersey, and they picked the ones that they responded to the most, and fucking manufactured their album after that. So of course, like they dumbed it down uh, because you know they just they they went for what the teens were the teens were going to like, and that sucks because it really it dumbed down their music, it dumbed it down and. And so I and so this album is way more inspiring or less inspiring to me than than their other ones. I'm not a huge Bon Jovi fan anyway, but the writing on the first two albums is better. I, I yeah, I mean, I haven't listened to a ton of their first two albums because I remember. So when this album came out, it was like when I was really starting to get into like pop music. Yeah, I was like eight, seven or eight. Right. So like this is when I really started listening to the radio more yep. and really paying attention to that kind of thing. And like everyone in school was talking about Bon Jovi because yeah. his videos and it were, yep. were, were on MTV a lot. And um. And even then, I'm like, I was just never really drawn to him. I just don't like the movie. His songs always feel kind of like, um, kind of slow and plodding to me. Yep. There's nothing really there in the lyrics. It just like said, it doesn't have that. For me, it didn't have that same thrill as like Guns N' Roses. Like Guns N' Roses were like no. the band for me of that time, where these guys always fell short. Yeah. So like contemporary bands that I, that I like way better are Guns N' Roses, Def Leppard, um, Aerosmith, even Metallica, Faith No More. Like, yeah, I like some all of those bands way better. Way than better these, yeah. than yeah. This is just yeah. this is almost like the adult contemporary version of those I, bands. It's like yeah, right. Your mom can listen to metal. <laughs> you know, but they, they didn't sell themselves like that. they sold themselves like these sexy because slippery when wet they, yeah they, yeah they, they, they also sold themselves as sex symbols and they're not as but they're not as fun as something like motley Crue. you know what i mean yeah like they're it's like go 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 farther and you're motley Crue, or you know go go one direction be be more badass and be uh you know be appetite for destruction or be you know more fun and goofy and be motley Crue. they're just in this middle ground which is just not inspiring in any way maybe that's what sells it oh dude i mean, I mean this, this thing is well, like one of the top selling albums of all time this is like number 30 i mean it sold <laughs> you know, dozens of million. I don't know what it was. Maybe 15 million copies or something. Some, a huge amount. And three monster hits off of it, right? Three monster hits. Yeah. It has, you give love a bad name. Um, living on a prayer, both hit number one, mm. uh, which we'll probably get to one of those. That's why I don't want to get too into those songs, mm. but, uh, wanted dead or alive hit number seven. That's where mm-hmm. it peaked. Uh, I think this week, but the album was eight weeks at number one, 38 weeks in the top five year end. It was number one. Like I said, something like 30th, 30th best-selling album of all time. It worked. I mean, I was seven when this came out, and I was very aware of this album. Oh, yeah. Like, it was, it, yeah, that's yeah, how yeah. big it was. It was yeah. I mean, we, I know last last uh, episode we talked about another monster album, but, like, these albums are huge. Huge. Um, and, and, you know, you said even little, little children knew of them. Yeah. Um. So my issue with the fucking song, though, is, like, what annoys the apps, like, so we've talked about... um when you play like the, the, when there is, there is a different there, the third of a chord tells you whether it's major or minor. 
It's like you um, you move that note, the third of the chord, in one direction, very small direction in either way, and you get happy or you get sad. Mm-hmm. Is is like the you know the the easy way to talk about it. He sings because he's a fucking doofus. He sings the minor third over the major chord. So. Uh, I'm a cowboy on a steel horse I ride would be the major and he sings this one though on a steel horse I ride he sings the fucking minor over that major chord and it and every time he, he does it he does it like all the way through he sings it in the chorus and then he does it in the verse too and it drives me insane because you're a half step off from the fucking chord it's like fucking nails on the chalkboard I'll play it for you when he does it um uh here's the bad vocals right he's he's fucking flat he won't hit the fucking major third and it just every time he does it it's just bad job by him bad writing bad singing Sometimes you sing that minor third because it's a blue, it's kind of a blues note, but you can't do it over the major chord. You have to do it somewhere else in the chord progression, or it sounds like fucking dick. I don't know, and and it it actually it astounds me that the producer on this album, the uh, engineer, the mixer on this album, all heard that and was like, "Oh, that's okay." I I can't like this is bare, this is not a listable song because of that, because of how he fucking sings that. Pisses me yeah, off. Yeah, that's a that's a music. That's a that's a you. Music. Is that a, a me thing? Yeah, you don't hear it. A, like, no, I don't hear. You it. don't hear him being like off. Oh. I mean, I hear like he doesn't sound like a good singer to me. Like to a layman's ears, like he's just like oh that guy isn't. He's he's like uh, his singing isn't doesn't sound like that great. Yeah, but, like that's not something I would ever. You would even, never like, hear it. Part, no, I just don't. The mm. song, but maybe part of it has to do with like, the song kind of being like the song feels flat. It feels like not monotone, but it feels like it kind of like I said, plotting. It's the word I would always use, and maybe that's like my layman way of kind of hearing what you're hearing. It's like, there's not a lot of like. So his melody does not lead you anywhere, right? Yeah, yeah, and that's, that's the problem. Right. It kind of sounds, it's very blocky. Yes. So it's like, oh, we're on this chord now, so we're going to sing this note, and then we're going to move to this chord, so we're going to sing this note. But there's no, there's no like movement towards it. Like a lot of times, you'll sing maybe up a scale in kind of a linear fashion to get to the next chord. It's called voice leading. And he doesn't do that. His, his melody is very, um, it's very primitive. It's very like juvenile, his melody. So I, I, I've spent some time in my life uh, drinking at bars and having good yes, times with, yes, yes, with yes. a variety of people. I bet you have. And uh, I, I, I love like seeing karaoke. Like, it's so much fun, right? Well, karaoke is fun. Yeah, it's yeah fun, I fun, like it. Fun to, but it's fun to go in like some real dump bar. And just, yeah. Like, you know, here we have a... Uh, um, Oh my God. I'm forgetting the name of Portsmouth. Oh, it's awful. I'm totally drawing a blank. It's been the pandemic. Is, uh, it's been so long. I haven't been to these places. Uh, Street, Daniel Daniel Street Town. Yeah, that's right. They have, uh, oh, Jesus. It's, yes, it's, kind of a, it's kind of a dive bar in Portsmouth. They it have karaoke. A dive bar, yes. But it's like fun. But I used to go to places like this in Florida or yeah. in, uh, even New York. There was a karaoke uh, place right around the corner. Where you could rent a private room, which is fun. Yeah. Uh, cause then you can just play all the songs you wanted to. But like, uh, but it's fun to just go in like some real dumpy bars, beer, spill everywhere, and just sing karaoke and have, yes. have a grand old time. Bon Jovi is played. Every single, every time you walk into one of those places, you're going to hear Bon Jovi because I think the songs are like, because you're saying it's like very flat. I think they're yes, easier to sing. They are. And because of that, you will hear, you are guaranteed to hear a 34 year old woman sing some Bon Jovi song before you go home. If you're at that karaoke, you're exactly if you, right. If you're at a karaoke bar. Yeah. Like a and it's usually bar. one of the acoustic ones. It could be Not this w one. Girl, w bar. Right. Yes. Maybe a dummy girl. Yeah, or it could be dummy. We, we don't know. I'm just saying she's going to be drunk. She's going to be drunk. She, chances are she's going to be dying her hair. Yes. And she's going to be singing the shit out of Bon Jovi here the best she can. That's, <laughs> and it's going to happen. And it's going to be one of the acoustic ones. It's going to be this one or the one they did for Young Gods, which I can't. Which yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, not yeah. in my head, so I can't think about it. But, uh, but yeah, one of those, you know. But you also hear like, you know, I can see them living on a pride. I've heard that many times. Yeah, that's true. That's fine. My um from this from this album, my favorite is probably Raise Your Hands. Damn, okay. This is better than that yeah. one. I, I think Google Man Price probably more fun. Mm. Not, I don't like that song very much, but it's more fun. It's just it's I'm saying I'm picking the best of a battle out here. The but. problem that I have with Living on a Prayer is he uses a guitar uh Rick 
Richie is a Richie Sambora. Yeah, Richie Sambora. Yeah, yeah. Richie Sambora. He uses a guitar. He uses um, oh, what the fuck is it called? He uses a guitar effect that um, oh, it's the same. Uh, it's the same as uh, uh, what's that fucking guitarist's name? Oh, I'm blanking. Anyway, he uses guitar effect where it's it's a pedal that's connected to a tube that goes into your mouth, mm-hmm. and you can you can open your mouth and make it uh, sort of wah like wah 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 make that sound. I fucking hate that guitar sound mm. like so much. So I can't, I can't listen to that one. Rancho, Rancho really does it for you. <laughs> they are very grating. That's the other thing. It's like, um, I mean, they totally dumb this down. This is not a, this is not a good guitar solo. Pinch harmonics. It's just a dumbed down guitar solo. Could you play that? Yeah. He's just doing these pinch harmonics, which just is a, it's a technique. Um, Cause it, where sound, it sounds hard. If someone doesn't know what they're it's doing. It's not, it's very, it's pretty slow. Like he does this little, like he does a run. He does this little triplet run. That's the extent of the difficulty, but it's not hard. It's right up the pentatonic. It's this is, that's not a hard thing to do, but he makes it sound different because he does these pinch harmonics, which is just a technique in which you are, you have your, your fingers really, really close to the tip of the pick while you're hitting the string and it, it creates this overtone. But it's not, it's just a, it's just this, it's a parlor trick. It's not like, mm-hmm. he's not controlling it either. It's different when you have really fantastic guitar players, like someone, someone like uh, Steve Vai will play a nice melody with those pinch harmonics. Um, because where you hit the string to cha- changes, like you could have your fing- your left hand finger on the same fret and change where your right hand is and it would make a different note. So that takes some serious technique. That's not what he's doing. He's just making these random overtones with it. It's, it's, it's not, this is not a respectable guitar part. I, I don't see Bon Jovi. Uh, like uh, it seems as time goes on other than, you know, kind of like, a, you know, it's a dive bar kind of stuff. I, I don't know if you hear his music a ton. Nah. I don't think he's going to like, you know, last, be a lasting band. I don't know who would be the lasting band. Of that. I'm guessing guns and roses. Oh, guns and roses. Dude, Def Leppard holds up too. I they're not they were never as big. They were pretty big, but they were never as big as say Bon Jovi. But their music is awesomely crafted and sounds amazing. Um, highly recommend if you haven't listened to to uh, Def Leppard in a while, go back and listen. It's, the, those albums are phenomenally sounding. Like bon, Jovi, bon Jovi. Kind of, I'll say this. I've been saying this since I was seven years old. Bon Jovi kind of stinks. Yeah, that kind of stinks. He he stinks. They stink. He he seems like an interesting guy. I would love to have him stop. I don't know, change his change his sound. <laughs> And to write songs about kind of his life the last 10, 15 years, I'm kind of interested in kind of who he is. And like, he's got money. He's like dabbles in sports. Yeah. He was an actor um, for a while. Yeah. He's done some acting. He, but he, he's by all accounts, a very bright guy. Seems bright. Seems like manages money really well, manages career really well. Yeah. Stays out of trouble. Like I'd be really interested in kind of hearing about like him and like what that life is like. Yeah. Um, but I don't, that doesn't seem to be what his audience necessarily wants. I think I might just, at this point, he's pretty old. He's probably like 70, I think. No, so, take the under. You don't think he's that old? He's not 70. I think he's pretty old. I mean, here he was, I think he was 30 in 87, 97, 07, 17. That so would, maybe not. Maybe make uh, you 70. Yeah. I used to make what, 65? Is he that old? Maybe 65. No, I, I take the under. Let's see. I'm going to look it up right yeah, now. Yeah, let's find out. He's pretty gray. Kind of a crazy name, right? John Bon Jovi. That's a weird name, right? Is that Italian? His real name is John Bon Jovi Jr. Okay, and so that's he is fifty-eight. <laughs> oh shit! Really? Oh, 58, 58. sorry, Bon Jovi. Sorry, he, John. He he was, he was he's twenty-nine when that uh this year, but that wouldn't yeah, be, I guess that would yeah. be Matt Matt's in the future. Matt loves the future. I do loves love the aliens future. and space. And yep. in his mind, it's it's twenty thirty. Pandemic's over, <laughs> and uh, we're we levitating. Other crisis. What's that? We're levitating. We're levitating. Oh, yes. Okay. Good. All right. Good. <laughs> Yeah, Bon Jovi only fifty eight. Okay, uh, I thought he was much. I really wow, that's crazy. Really I, I really did think yeah. he was older than that. He no, looks he's young. No, I don't. I just pretty like he's got like white hair now. He's all. He's well, really, fifty eight, man. Uh, I guess to his credit, but I feel like he's kind of like that's. I think it's kind of cool that he does. Like I'm. That's why I find him interesting. He's not yeah. doing that. He's not Bruce doing Springsteen, all Mick surgery. Jagger, where he's trying surgery, to stay yeah. young. He seems like a guy that's like comfortable in his own skin. Like I'd be curious to hear about like what he has to say about himself. He should do an acoustic album then. And yeah, I, I would like totally listen to that, but I don't really want to hear about his like fake life on the road. Nah. That he, you know, Oh yeah. That's the other thing is this song. Like this, the lyrics are dumb. It's like his, 
They based it off that Bob Seger song, that Turn the Page song. Right. Which I don't like either. I don't like it. I, I don't. Don't I, like I it. I respect some. I respect how like corny it is in a lot of ways. So corny. That sax line makes me want to punch things. But I'm like, all right, well, they, they went so above and beyond. Yeah. It's, like, it's so ridiculous and so self-aggrandizing. It, it's just, it's, <laughs> yes, it really it's is. So, <laughs> it's so pretentious. Um, like what a, what a great problem to have to be a rock star. I seen a million faces yeah. and I rocked them all. <laughs> yeah, <it's laughs> like, did you? So I actually like, I, I laugh at that song. That song brings it's, me joy. It's pretty funny. This song is like a, like a once in Bon Jovi watered down version, watered down version. And it's like, not as, it's not really funny. It's no. just, it sounds kind of whiny. I'm a cowboy on a steel horse on your motorcycle. Ugh. The video is weird. It is. Uh, it's them on stage, right? Wait, yeah. It's just so, a bunch of live. But the song's about not wanting to be on the road. Yeah. But then they show the glamour of being on the road. <laughs> yes. But then it juxtaposes it with them making sad faces. So it's like it's like four shots in a row of how cool the road is. Like yeah, people yeah. are cheering. Yeah. It looks awesome. And then like a shot of them like kind of being it was almost like they had like a, a C minus meal. Yeah. Like, eh. Yeah. Like room service didn't quite hit the hit the number. But yeah. it's back to glamour. Yeah. It's like, well, what are we doing? This doesn't seem that bad. Guys. Right. Yeah. You, you've got groupies and drugs, so you're fine. Yeah. I think it seems okay. You know, making a frowny face every two months doesn't justify singing some song about how much you miss home. I mean, what's, what's home for you? Like, is Jersey that great? No. Like, Jersey all you fucking guys sucks. Do is, I'm sure fuck groupies and do coke. Right. And be not in do Jersey. Do you really want to be doing that? And like, I, I, I don't buy the song. I'm sorry. Guys. I don't buy it either. Yeah. Fuck you, Bon Jovi. I give uh, the song. A thumbs down. This is a thumbs down song. I don't like this song. I no, don't like Bon Jovi. I don't, don't like Bon Jovi. Jovi. Yeah, fuck them. Yeah. No thanks. Okay. Um, what were you doing? Yeah, I want to hear. Oh man, it's a pathetic Chris story here for you. So uh, this doesn't happen exactly this month, but it, it, it plays into kind of what we covered this week. Um, so my birthday of eighty seven. So we're we're kind of fast forwarding to November of nineteen eighty seven here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, my birthday party for my eighth birthday was going to be at Chuck E. Cheese. Yeah. Okay. I like Chuck E. Cheese yeah, as a kid. I was, I was just about aging out of it, but like one, one last go at Chuck. Sure. Yeah. And uh, I love Chuck E. Cheese growing up. There was one in Long Island. I went to all the time. It was great. So uh, I sent out the invites, the whole thing, and people come, you know. And uh, so we're, uh, we pull into the parking lot. Is this in Newington? Where were you? No, were no, you no, in, you're in New York. Yeah. Okay. okay. So Sorry, Long Island. Go ahead. Go ahead. And uh, I pull into the parking lot, and like there's no cars there. You're like, hmm, that's not a great sign. So you go out, you went out to the window, and the window had a sign saying closed. Oh. Like forever. Like they're out of business. Wow. Like the, you look in the window, it's like empty. Jesus. And like, I'm a little boy, want to have a birthday party. <laughs> I was fucking devastated. I was like crying. Oh. Uh, you know, people came and brought me gifts. I was so sad. I was looking for my birthday party so much to my friends, and now it's just like this pathetic right. uh, thing. I was so upset. It was like one of the last times I really like, it's like one of the last times I cried in public like that. It, taking away funerals or whatever, something like that. Like, sure, yeah. I think, I think it might have been like the last time I really cried like in public. Like a kid would. Like anybody. Like, yeah. Yeah. Other than funerals and wakes. Yeah. Because I, 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 I definitely get the, uh, I can definitely get the old uh, waterworks going. Uh, at a well, funeral people wake. die. I mean, that's an appropriate time to cry. I do. Yeah, I definitely. Yeah. But I, yeah, I think I, I cry probably more. I, I've been trying to work on that a little bit. Oh, I say let it out. Yeah, I do, but it's just like, eh, all right. Like, Maybe we'll go to a funeral together and we'll. <laughs> I'm good. I'm also, <laughs> actually, something I really care about. But, like, yeah, like when my grandfather died, I had like a really hard time, like, of containing myself. Yeah. And it's like, ah, it might be a little bit, like, me dial it back a little bit. I, I wasn't, like, throwing myself on the coffee <laughs> or anything. <laughs> sobbing. It wasn't like that. It was just like, I just couldn't stop, like, crying. Like, the tears, tears. Yeah. Like, and I'm like, that's okay. You're an emotional it, it, guy. It, it is. It is. But it's like, all right, well, maybe, maybe we don't. I mean, you, but you don't want to suppress it either. I, I mean, know, that's not healthy. It was, but it's just like, all right, like, you know, at some point you kind of <laughs> yeah. turn, turn the, I was, it was a little better when my, when my grandmother passed away a couple years ago. Cause I was, the, my grandfather's, was so bad because I was um now my grandma's left alone. My nana's oh, alone. God. Yeah. That I had a really hard time that's with. That's tough. Um, but my grandmother died. My grandfather already gone. So it's like, all right, well, the book's over. Like I, I was able to, yeah. you know, was, I gave the eulogy to my grandmother's funeral, which had it been my grandfather's, I would have had, I wouldn't have been able to contain it, but my grandma, I was able to kind of, and I did, I didn't cry as much as my grandma. So I'm, I'm happy about that. Yeah. But, I've been, but this was probably the last time I think I cried in public. Like really, I got hurt playing uh, baseball back when I was active, Matt, I got hurt uh, playing, no, I got hurt playing baseball. Uh, and I did, I did cry. I got hit, I got hit in the face with baseball. Jesus. Oh, it really hurt. While you were batting or were you feeling? Yeah, what I was, you it was practice. I was batting. Yeah. Oh, uh, I, did, I didn't get out of the way in time. Uh, that hurt. And that made me cry. I was about 12. Um, but I wasn't, yeah, but that's pain. That's a little different. Yeah, this is right. This yeah. is the, I think the last time I, but I was very upset. So my friends, I was sitting in like, in like, uh, 
in the car. My friend just like brought me gifts. <laughs> it was so pathetic. It's sad. Uh, another family pulled up. They uh, had the same thing happen to them. And that little kid is over there. Oh, crying. shit. And someone must have been tipped off because underneath the clothes sign, it was like, oh, our party has been moved to the bowling alley. So someone, one family knew, but our families didn't. Maybe they yeah. called just the one family. Um, How far out did they, did you guys schedule? I mean, this must have happened fast. Someone had said they'd gone to that Chuck E. Cheese like three days earlier. Jesus. Yeah. So it had just been like, yeah. So your birthday was in the parking lot of Chuck E. Cheese. Yes. Did anybody at least throw the mouse costume on? No. No one. There was no mouse costume. It was an empty place. It was an empty parking lot. So my parents were really bad for me. So they said, all right, we'll, we'll have a sleepover. Um, you can invite your friends and we actually ended up having two sleepovers cause they didn't want to have like a million kids in the house at once. So <laughs> we had, so like back to back Saturdays, we had like pizza party and watch movies. So one yeah, night yeah, yeah. we watched uh, Saturday the 14th, which is like, a, um, yeah, I know like it. a it's a spoof off to yeah. after Friday the 13th. Yeah. Right. I right, saw right. that as a kid. It's like a spoof movie. Yeah. And the other one we got was Spaceballs. It was a spoof movie. Yeah. And we enjoyed space. I remember like laughing really hard when like the alien popped out of the it's chest kids movie, at the yeah. end. Yeah. It's a back to our kids movie thing. Right. But like we got pizza and it was fun. Like, um, my friends all came over. They even got, got me other gifts. Like I think they felt Aww. bad. So like, and, and it was a good time. But like, but like, it's it's kind of it sucks because like Chuck E. Cheese is probably like my favorite place, one of my favorite places in Long Island to go. Like I really enjoyed going there. Yeah, and it has kind of this taint to it now. So I've gone to parties since then. Like other like uh like. Like my little cousin had like his fourth birthday there or something like that. I remember going, I was like, oh, I was not close. <laughs> you can't help but like think about it. Yeah. Like, it was so traumatic. I remember like I was listening to that George Harrison song. Um, oh my God, I forget it now. But like, you know, the George my Harrison. My Sweet Lord or While My no, Guitar no, 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 The newer one. That just oh, came I got out. My Mind Set on You. Yeah, I yeah. got My Which Mind is Set the, Right, the video's got, got like the animatronics in it. Oh, does it? Yeah, oh, the I video does. I was listening to that song like on the radio there. Like, it's like one of those things is like imprinted in my brain. Yes. Is this like traumatic Chuck E. Cheese experience? Well, it's very, it's very similar too. Like the video is very similar. Well, the video I don't, I'm not thinking of, but I'm thinking of the song because the song was Did on they the do it on radio. The, oh, I see, I see. So I see. It's well, it's certainly, it's we like double appropriate. We didn't have, uh, you must have, I, I, my, Matt had a fancy car growing up. He had videos, <laughs> video radio. Oh, uh, uh, but it also did legs too in the, in the, uh, like the animatronics did the song legs. Do you remember perf- them performing that at Chuck E. Cheese? Oh, I, I don't know if I remember that. It, but it, it was changed to eggs. Eggs. Yeah, well, yeah they yeah, have yeah. all the, like, the songs. Yeah, so, right. uh, yeah, so like I was listening to that song in the car radio. They, like I remember like distinct parts of that day. Yeah. Because it was like such a traumatic event uh, for me, which is funny. because it, But it's just one of those things. It was, it was, I remember being really upset about it. But then like, I think my dad was just like, all right, that's sad. But, like, all right. It's like, buck up. Kid. Yeah. Like, well, like, I, definitely, I, think, I think I might have had that talking to I think at the end. Like, yeah. all right, like you can be sad. It's okay. But like, you know, it's okay. We'll, we'll, we'll fix it. Like we'll, we'll make it, we'll make it right, better. Right, like, right, right. Yeah. And I remember thinking like, Oh, I remember thinking to myself when I was crying, like, uh, this is, this is a bridge too far. Like, I don't, I don't know if this is that. I remember being like, really, I'm really upset. I'm crying. I'm a kid. I'm your first thing to me. You're really upset. Is a kid sure. cry. But then when you get a little older, you're like, should I still be doing this? I really had that, like that. Yeah. Thought. And I don't know if I said, I don't know if I ever cried in public again in the, for emotional reasons. Sure. I don't think so. Do you, do you cry? Are you a crier? Not a lot. I've never no. seen you cry. No. Well, but you wouldn't see me cry. Right, Probably not. Like we're not in that type of right scenario. No, me. I mean, I've got a little misty on the show. Actually, we've talked about some things. Well, so I've I, been I like a little, just once. Little, yeah, yeah, a little, yeah, a little bit once in the show. But like, you know, but like some tears movie. Down. No, no, no. Like some movies will get some me a little. Yeah, Million Dollar Baby. I, oh, cry, I bought. I don't want to. I bought. I was in the and that movie Room. Uh, I uh, yeah. Room, I, I room was just is, in the movie theater. It's oh, like Jesus I'm just like cuddled up. It's like like But like I think it's okay movie because you're in the dark. You know, you kind of like. Some songs will do it too, a little bit here and there. Some songs will. Oh, songs are doing I get really much. connected. Well, yeah. Is there a musician. song that, I mean, the songs that I hear, I'm like, oh, it was really moving, but like, I, oh, it, it's wonderful life I cry every year. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm at my house. It's different. Yeah. No, it, it, right. At the house. Maybe a little bit. Yeah, I know. Some, some movies, but not really like emotionally. Is there public. a song that really makes you cry? I'm trying to think of, oh, I'm sure, like Bridge Over Troubled Water kills me. Like that is, it is, that is maybe the perfect song. It's like, it is it's so beautiful. My man, Paul Simon, the oh, great Paul Simon. I love Paul Simon. Pro, Paul Simon does a lot. Like even, even other, uh, only living boy in New York kills great me. Song. Great oh song. Oh my God. That's on the garden state soundtrack. You should see yeah, garden state. I should see it. That, that's, a, that's, that's a great song. Beautiful Fantastic song. song. Oh, or even America by Simon. Oh, Fucking great, Simon and Mark Garfunkel. They do it for me. Uh, it's an almost, you've seen almost famous, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's all. That one kills me. Kills me. There, there's, there's a bunch. Yeah. Paul Simon's the best. He's, he's so good. He's so good. So good. Um, yeah. So yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. I, yeah, so uh, the reason I bring it up was the same year, but the space balls connection. So we're talking about being kids. <laughs> and we am like, Oh, it really is. Cause I really did. I remember watching it being eight. Uh, this, you know, my second or third birthday party that year and thinking like, Oh, this is, um, I'm really enjoying this. And then I had this experience, you know, watching it this week. I'm like, ah, it's not the same. 
No, it's not. No, it's not. And, and delivery is still good. But it's and and if you have your kid's birthday party turkey cheese, maybe just give them a call the day before. Make sure this. Yeah, still just open. check out. Yeah. I, check it out. Um, yeah, probably. Like you know, in Back to the Future, when Marty goes, "Hey, you know, if your kid ever burns the rug, take it easy on him." At the end, when he's talking to George and Lorraine at the very end of the movie, I think I would be like. Maybe don't schedule the eighth birthday party at Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> that would be my little tip. Nothing is going to change history, but just make life a tiny bit easier. I think that changes history. I think you got You you can't do that. I don't think you can ever do that. Don't change history. Don't do that. Be hard on him uh, for the carpet fire. You have to, or it would change you who still he is. Want me to go through this sad Chuck E. Cheese experience? It made you who you are. I don't know. Who knows? Maybe you got to a point. Maybe you would have like never married Laura or something like that. We don't want crying. that. <laughs> my dad never had to talk to me. I'm still bawling. Yes. <laughs> it doesn't go my way. The crying. No, I think, but that was formative for you. Cause if you, if you remember really having was. that thought it and really, like, really, I, you know, I, I'm too old for this now. Yeah. Like that's, that's a very formative realization. So it, it might've changed things. Someone I think, gave me, I remember this birthday gift. Someone gave me a diary, like a blank diary, but the diary was a star Wars, like themed diary had yeah, Yoda yeah. on the cover. And like, it had like a little bit of like Yoda wisdom within the pages of the diary. Oh, that's nice. I remember my first day was like, you know, my birthday, like, day sucks. <laughs> my party, God, you know, Chuck E. Cheese is closed. It's terrible. It's the first entry. It was like this really miserable negative entry. Yeah, that's funny. Oh, uh, poor Chris. Uh, poor Chris. Um, anything else? Okay. Headlines. Um, this, uh, this week, the living daylights debuted. Oh, Timothy Dalton. The first Timothy Dalton. He did James. two James Bond movies actually. And I think he was the first, like when I, when I think of James Bond as a kid, mm-hmm. he was the first one I knew. I don't think I watched any of the other ones before, or maybe yeah, I did, but it felt they, this was, I remember when this came out, they tried to make it more like young and hip. They did. Well, they had, um, oh my God, who was it? Uh, aha. Yes. I think that the song for them. So they tried to get like, this a young, hot band this song did not work. Terrible we song. talked about that. It was a ter- uh-huh. terrible one, but I liked, I really liked uh, the, the two Timothy Dalton. Yeah, um, I'm, ones. I'm like Ant on the bond stuff. I'm okay. I'm okay. With, I guess Connery's my bond. If I had to pick one, although I will admit though, and I know I'm gonna you have not seen. I have not seen the newer ones. You, yeah. And it's I gotta have happen. to see him. I'm not doing it out of spite. I'm just, I was waiting for the new, I was going to do a, a marathon leading up to the new one to come out. Yeah. So one keeps getting delayed for COVID reasons. I know. Uh, but I will, I'd love to run into them for the show. Me I'd too. be very excited to, to do those. I really love those. Yeah. Uh, if, and and the, the sequel rule does not apply for James Bond movies, except for those. The other ones, if we run into a Dalton, uh, a Connery or more, all came out in my lifetime, or a, uh, did a Pierce Brosnan. The Connery last did Connery too? Did, the very last Connery one did. Oh, uh, I guess it, yeah. Um, or a Pierce Brosnan one, uh, we will just do them. Yeah, might as well. They're they're because it's all they're right, fine. Right. Yeah, they're fine to be on their own. Um. Anyway, so that came out. I I really liked it, and I I have fond memories of of the Dalton Bonds. Even though now I've seen you know all of, I've, I went through and I watched I've seen all of them. Did you watch point. all? Of them? I watched. Yeah, I went through. I didn't watch all of them. I wanted. Yeah, I felt like it was just kind of a you know like a checkbox. It was like yeah. oh I'm gonna go see just like I you know I'm gonna go see every Clint Eastwood western. Well, I'm that, gonna go I see every like the Bond went the formula. It's just like eh. like I, I I was doing the same thing. When I was yeah. a kid. I was like I was like a teenager. Like I watch all these. I'm like all right. Well, you know, Doctor No, and then you get Goldfinger, and you're like, all right. And after a while, you're like, that's the same fucking movie every time. I don't know if I can keep. I think I checked out. It's the yeah, same I, movie. Yeah, it's it the is. same thing. It's the same is. formula. Yeah, it's not. I know. I, I wanted to. Yeah. I did. I saw it. I know it's good. I, I mean, yeah. It, it just. I mean, at some point, I just got kind of tired of it. Which I know that the new Sam Mendes ones have a different oh. spin. So I am kind of interested. I am very interested. Skyfall in is such a is such yeah. a good movie. I mean, I, I've enjoyed them all, but uh, Skyfall in particular. But I'll be excited. Beautifully would, shot. And if we ever run into a potential of seeing after the show, we'll definitely t- we'll definitely swing at it. Great. The other thing is Earl William Muntz died, who was born in nineteen fourteen. He he died this week. He so Who's that? so Earl William Muntz. Um, he was a, he was an electrical engineer, loved technology, oh, created the loser. created the four track, um, and the, which then became the eight track. A, a company took like uh, took you know took the next steps on that one. But this guy like he opened his first car um, car lot when he was twenty years old, too okay. too young to actually sign contracts. His mother had to like sign contracts for the cars and shit. And he ended up making his fortune selling cars. At one point, um, he sold seventy two million dollars worth of cars in like nineteen sixty eight. But then he moved on and like pioneered all sorts of technology. He he then went into like uh, into hi-fi, sold $55 million worth of stereo one year, a couple years later. But how he was known was for his radio commercials. He was the first like zany radio commercial guy. So much so that he became you, you like ubiquitous all over the radio. He was, he was doing all these spots and radio all over the Los Angeles area. Like uh, someone said up to like, 
like 60 spots a day in the Los Angeles area. So much so that he, he became in like the collector, collective con, uh, consciousness of Hollywood and even other radio stars at the time, like Bob Hope's, uh, Bob Hope would make fun of him. Um, uh, Jack Benny on his radio program. Sure. They would just kind of like talk about him, make fun of him, yeah. one up him. And he just became this pop icon. And then he, um, then when TV became more prominent, he became like the, like the zany uh, TV commercial guy just doing all these like animated commercials. I guess he would show up in his car lots in like a Napoleon hat and like in these outfits and he in, in, in um, sort of popularized like the over the top approach, which do you remember? Did, were you around in New Hampshire with the building 19 commercials? Do you remember building yeah, 19? Vague. Oh yeah, I do. Yeah. Building vague, 19 was yeah. this like, um, like really like discount bargain yes. basement and stuff. the commercials, but they would be really weird. Like he would, they would do like sock puppet stuff. Yeah. Yeah. yeah like yeah. low budget, right. but like Intentionally zany. low budget to try to like, yes, grab your attention. Kind yes. of that style. Um, and, uh, anyway, so, it, but then he ended up like, being on the the forefront of all this technology, he he built his own car and sold it. Uh, called the the um, the months what was it? Oh, the months jet made his own tele, uh, television. It was the months TV. Um, his nickname was uh, months the maniac. Months the maniac. And uh, but then he like he went into um, cell phones and cell phone technology. Like he just he was always like yeah. sort of cutting edge on on all these things. But anyway, so he. He um he died this month uh at in the seventies. He was married seven times. Oh, maniac. You would have loved this guy. I yeah, he was like a forward thinking dude. You like always like on stuff. the kind of the cutting yeah. edge of stuff. I I he was just yeah. The married seven times thing is weird though. Like I guess you always need the new thing. Maybe plus you're living kind of this like high I don't know LA lifestyle. Maybe that's I don't know. Yeah, it is that's a lot. Yeah. So that was it. That's what I got for headlines this week. There were a bunch of other deaths. We, we talked about deaths and the ending of yeah, things. There were a bunch of other shit. And, and, uh, yeah, and uh, Jackie Leeson died. Jackie Leeson. Yeah. Um, there was a bunch of other stuff. There was a, right, there was, um, there was a game. Uh, Red Sox were up against the Yankees. 9 nothing. Yankees came back and won 10-9 in extras. Shit like okay, that, but okay. uh, yeah, whatever. Uh, do, I, you talk about L.A. in that time. I, I would think, I've always thought it was really interesting to live in L.A. right after World War II. Like the whole, like, you know, Chinatown and yeah. uh, that whole like Black Dahlia time. It seems like, a, you know, they made that video game L.A. Noir. Like that seems like a really fun, like incredibly like, sexy, exciting time to live in L.A. But also like really like seems dangerous too. It seems like a lot of like the rise of the gang life. And then there were a lot of cop versus gang wars. And it just seemed, happened later though, right? Well, I guess in the 50s, right? Oh, like 60s, 70s, right? Isn't Dragnet 50s or is it 60s? Drag, well, Dragnet is like 50s and 60s. Yeah. Both. But I think more just like that 46 to 49. I guess I can't picture what that looks like. Oh yeah. It's like really interesting to me. Like I, I'm thinking the stuff that you see in like LA confidential, like that, that look and that feel and LA and California seem very new and exciting. But it would be interesting. I think part of it's because I grew up in New York city or New York and, or New Hampshire and everything is like so rooted down. I think it'd be really interesting to live in a place that's growing in leaps and bounds in front of you. I remember when I lived in Florida, it was pretty wild to see like new housing developments pop up. Oh, up and right. yeah, I'm like, sure. This is interesting. But like, imagine me like in a city like LA and seeing it like grow like right in front of you. That must be wild. Yeah, it must be wild. But like, post-war, like there's like, that excitement and, and just like that, that like I said, obviously that growth both in population and economy. Sure. And, you know, now we have TV. Like yeah. the whole thing. And then Hollywood moves from New York to LA, you know, Johnny Carson is like the last guy to kind of leave. Uh, I think he got what, like 1970 or 72. He mm. left New York to go to LA. Like everything just went West, you know, like Bob Hope, all those yeah, guys yeah. went west. you know, Jackie Grease obviously went to Miami, but like everyone just went to warmer weather. It must've been really interesting to, to be around for that. I know that's pretty that's exciting like, times. Yeah, I could see that. The Dodgers. Oh, the Dodgers and giants. In oh, right. Right. They both left New York, go out West. You know, the angels become expansion team in 61. Like think about all of the Padres in 69. Like yeah. think about all the, I mean, we're not about the football and basketball. You keep going and like all the growth that's happened in the West coast in the last 60 years is pretty wild. Yep. And it must've been really cool to be there for that. I, I, I love, think so. I love ground for it. I'm like the opposite. You always want to be like on the technology, like, you know, like, no, but that's still, it's, it's the same feeling though. It's being, it's, uh, being, it's, it's, yeah, yeah it's ex- like expansion guess, and growth. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I look at it more from, I guess, historical, like, Oh, that'd be cool to be there for that. Yeah. As sure. opposed to, I want to, but I say that, but I'm like, I, I'm 41. I choose to live in like a old, very rural New Hampshire town. I don't know if it's very rural. Well, we're in a rural area, I think. Are we? I mean, do you think... I think this, it's not really the suburban. The bottom half of New Hampshire isn't that rural. If you look at the actual like, population per... Like, where we are is pretty congested comparatively to the rest of the country. 
Not compared to New York or New Jersey or, no, or no, Boston no, or no. anything like that. But compared to like the rest of the country, it is. I mean, we've got hundreds and hundreds of acres right next to us right now. Like hours of walking back there. It's crazy. Yeah. It, this this is definitely spots, but yeah. like, and obviously Nashville and Manchester are the most yeah, of course, right, are much more. No, you're right. Where a, we are along the coast, like the Route One corridor is definitely is yeah. Up there. I, I think like this area, like but then you go to like I don't know. Then you go to other places, it's like it's just vast nothingness, or even like northern New Hampshire. It's, it's true. Just like that's that to me is like a whole different. You're frame. right compared to that. You, yeah. We are. We, um, but I wouldn't call it suburban. Like I, I like think we hooks are. it suburban to me. I think if we had bigger states, we'd look at New Hampshire. Well, obviously, you'd look at this area differently. People would consider us a suburb of Boston. If you go to like Chicago, yeah, you go forty five minutes out of Chicago, that's considered a suburb. I guess you're right. You go forty five minutes outside of Boston, you're in New Hampshire. They treat like a different world, but yeah. it's really not like everyone, like a lot of people work who in live Boston. in New Ham- like yeah. where we are in Southern New Hampshire. And yeah. Coast, work in Boston. Like that's there's true. a bus line that brings you right to Boston, like five minutes from my house. That's true. So it is interesting because of the state, and I have the same thing in my mind. Like I don't think of myself. As a suburb of Boston. anything to do with Massachusetts. But yet, no, it really is. Like, no, you're right. The same thing around the Bay Area or in L.A. or something. Yeah. Everything, you know, some of the, um, yeah, you go you go on the either on the other side of the hills and you're not in the East Bay. You're still kind of a suburb of, of Oakland or, or Berkeley or something. You're right. Like when I lived in Long Island, I was in, uh, I was in Deer Park, which is basically through a dart right in the middle of Long Island. Yeah. That's where I was. Uh, and that was further away to New York City than it is for me to Boston now, but that's considered a suburb and no one would ever call where I live a suburb. Yeah, it's but a good it really point. is. Yeah, I guess so. Huh. It's weird. I guess because there's just so much open space in between. Like there's not much, but because in Long Island, you would have, you have neighborhood, 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 then New York City where we have woods. To a certain extent, we've got woods and then like we have sort of kind of villages that pop up in the woods almost all the way down to Boston. I mean, not when you get, you know, deeper into Massachusetts, but from here through... You know, even like Newburyport and stuff. Yeah. It's, it's kind of like that. I, I mean, so, I, I, I so we do this thing uh, called, uh, it's called Gold Belly. You know what Gold Belly is? No. So, so it's a website uh, and it brings you kind of like, like food from like fancy restaurants and it delivers oh. it to your house. It sucks because like it's pandemic, like it's pandemic. Both Laura and I really like to go out to eat. That's like what's something I like to do. We don't, yeah. We don't, so what's our treat now? Right. We don't yeah. have kids. Like we like to go to restaurants. Right. And, and that's just what, that's how we, that's what we, we'll spend our money on experiences as opposed to like, we both don't drive new cars and like, like we spend our money on, on that kind of stuff. Yeah. So go belly, uh, will send you like, like, so we, we just order like Long Island bagels to get delivered to the house. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, you, you pay $50 for a dozen bagels, but like it gets <laughs> delivered right to your house and it, they're really good. They are still like a day old though. And like, yeah. it's like the not, but they're, I just miss. See, in my opinion, the best place to be in the summer is Long Island. I think I would rather. There's nowhere else I would rather be uh, in the country in the summer. And people can laugh at me. Like, oh, part of it's because I grew up there and everything. Yeah. I love the beaches in Long Island. I just love the weather. I just love everything about being summer Long Island. You can go to a Mets game. It just everything about it is perfect for me. Yeah. Uh, the other three seasons you can probably you can really take, but for just sure. the summer is fine. Just like the fall in New England, like you can't beat it. No, you cannot. The smell. It is yes. The, yeah, like the it's Christmas the of the air, it's right? It's, like, it's amazing. It's like, there's yeah. nowhere I'd rather be Beautiful. like September than New Hampshire. Exactly. It's awesome. Perfect. Yep. Um, just funny how you do it, but like I really every summer we would go to Long Island and do a weekend on Island and kind of just get bagels and, and do the pizza and and, yeah. and hit. Uh, I love Jones Beach and hit that whole thing. Um, and I just I really just been like really been Jones and for Jones and Hi but I've really been missing that part of my life where I just like go to our, our spots. Well, the problem is there's been no, it's, it's, it, you know, it's not even just not being able to go there. You just haven't been able to, you haven't even been able to exchange it for other experiences. Right. Like there's, yeah, I know, yeah, right, right. <laughs> there's like nothing to fill right. that Let's gap. Say, like Long Island, I remember the last year we were on, they closed the beaches cause there was like yeah. hypodermic needles and stuff. Oh, Jesus ashore. Christ. So like, the, so people couldn't go, which really hurt their, their economy. Obviously you can imagine whatever. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but right. So let's say it happened. I'll be like, Oh, maybe we'll go to, We'll go back to Key West or something, right? You right, or Coast of Maine or something. Right, yeah, yeah right. Or I mean, something. what we're we doing, Coast of Maine, what we've been doing, but like, but even that's not exactly the same. No, I mean, I mean you're still not like, going out to restaurants and shit, really. That's the thing is, like, you can't. The Coast of Maine's cool because, like, I just love that area, so I'm, I am really happy there. Yeah, we me actually too. got some places this a couple weeks. We're going to do this summer there, but going, I don't know, going around, like, being on that beat, I just that's just what I love. That's what I love. I love getting like getting a New York Post, getting a Daily News popping on the beach yeah cool uh, the waves are awesome the, the the beach is huge so you can really spread out you're not you're not oh, around nice. a lot of people yeah um it's super clean you pay money to get in so they keep it super clean right has all the like has like a like a beach bar like a restaurant not a bar but like a restaurant yeah there, the bathroom like everything is super convenient 
super clean. It's it's the best. I just love it. And like, it sucks that I can't go and I'm not going to probably be able to go this year. And I'm just like, it just sucks. It's, that's what I like. That's what we like to do. That sounds like a great place. I'd probably really like that. I, that's I the, that's the exact type of beach I want where there, you do have the infrastructure of restaurants and things right there. It's so almost a like a boardwalk or something. Or right, that's but nice. It, but it's pretty much all it is. It was just that that's, one. That's but fine. the restaurant has every, even has beer. It has yeah. everything you'd really want. Right. Um, is there. It's not like, it's not, it's like Nathan's hot dog. It's like not glamorous. It's yeah. burgers and dogs. That's perfect. But, but it has a guard. It's everything super convenient. And you can just jump right, you know, and go in your car too if you have to. But like, the bathrooms are, you know, relatively clean. Yeah. There's not a lot. There's no riffraff because you have to you pay have like 15 pay. bucks to get in. Perfect. So, yeah, it's, uh, man, I, I just, I, I know everyone listening to this has, feels the same. Whatever you guys love, you guys are also not being able to do. Right. I get it. And just like, oh, man, just like, I was just thinking like, man, Drive around. That sounds like fun. Go catch a Mets game. Go sit in the beach for like three or four days. Go get some bagels. Yeah. Go get some pizza. Yeah. yeah it does sound good. I know. I am looking forward to I'm going down to uh, North Carolina, as Chris knows, but you guys all know now. I'm telling you right now. Yes. In uh, the end of this month um, for like uh, 12 days or something. Yeah, we're actually taking a week off. We're going to take a week off. Sorry, announcing it now, but we haven't had a week off since August. No, it took no, it's right. No, it's right. That's no, it. Right. Yeah, we've yeah, gone yeah, through yeah. even, you know, being on Kirk's show and like working and all sorts of shit. But, so we'll uh, still do the Patreon show that week. Yeah. Um, but we will not do our reg- regularly scheduled two, but it's not going to be for like a month. Like it's, it's yeah, or see, something yeah. like that, right? Or uh, the end, of, end of February. End of February, yeah. Yeah, so a lot like, yeah, that first week of March. The we first week of March, We won't right. do, but the second week we'll be back. Yeah, we will do the Patreon I'm show. going away as well. It's not just mad. Exactly. Also, this is the perfect uh, time. Like, yeah. we, And we could have recorded it separately but we're just like it doesn't, yeah, we don't do it doesn't sound as good and we wanted to blow like, break plus like we're we're gonna be might not have we just don't know what the like access is gonna be for anything exactly so, yeah, and also yeah we just want to just take, take a, a little break so, yeah plus yeah. i'm gonna go solve a murder mystery down in north carolina so oh figure, God, luck with that. <laughs> figure figure do that we are we are staying <laughs> in Hampshire, but uh you know it's gonna be relaxing yeah in, uh a place we rented out so we're excited about that but uh yeah that's uh that'll be the end of oh, i'm sorry the, right the first the first week of march it'll, it'll be like that it'll be we right. won't we won't do shows except for the patreon show that's it right uh but we are back next week with our hundredth episode yeah year god damn a hundred we've done a hundred of these motherfuckers almost it's crazy uh I'm super excited for Superman. I'm super excited uh, to talk about 1978 stuff. I'm yeah. going to be able to pick. You can pick any three songs. He, 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 you said you might pick the number one song that year. I did. I have. Yes. I just can't remember what it was. Um, but, and uh, yeah, I got a couple of Yeah. Basically, we had carte blanche to do any music and yeah. movies we want for that week. It's a little treat to us and uh, for the entire year. So it gives us, it's nice to have that many choices. It was, it was totally. fun. It was fun to pick those three movies. Uh, so, uh, and if you have, pay, if you have uh, a Patreon, we'll be back tomorrow with Dragnet. And a Genesis song into deep, That's I think. Right. And Genesis, yeah. So Dragon with Tom Hanks and Dan Aykroyd, and then a Genesis song. And uh, if not, we'll see you Wednesday.